maybe we can we could also google it and see if there's a fix for it as well or an option to turn it off hidden hidden deep somewhere there probably is it's just not easy to find or obvious yeah <laughs> a search feature would be so good on discord discord if you're listening please put a search bar into your settings that'd seriously be, that'd be sick yes Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 31 of the Egg Sausage Podcast. My name is Gigi Navyar. The lovely lady over there is Dapper Dame. And tonight we're chatting about unpopular opinions. Uh, this is sort of Adrian's little brainchild this week. And she <laughs> we, we labeled our streams Yuck Your Yum because she apparently has a lot of food-related ones, which I, I like. I My brain did not go there initially to think about food because... I mean, a lot of people do have differencing opinions when it comes to food, right? Oh, yeah. And it's like very like like hard lines. People are yes. like very firm about a lot of it. Yes. Like black olives. See you later. They're like dirty. You don't like them? They're like dirty pennies. If you like eating oh, dirty dude. pennies, like more power to you. Dude, I love sticking my fingers in them and like eating them all. Oh, dude, so good. So good. <laughs> I feel like that should have been like part of the guilty pleasure podcast if you guys haven't listened to that one do it <laughs> yeah i mean i guess it's not a guilty pleasure because i'll like do it in front of people oh okay it's still, it's still pretty awesome yeah if there's like a bowl of black olives i'm sticking my hands all up in that i'm glad that you're just yeah you're totally carefree about that you're just you're just <laughs> not letting anyone judge you for your black olive addiction <laughs> no way put it on the pizza it's golden that's the only time I really can eat them is when there's a bunch of other toppings on a pizza, like a deluxe. And mm -hmm. like, there's a very minimal amount of black olives. I won't be that guy that like picks them out of there. I'll just tough through it. But all the other ingredients have to like be there to help that when, nastiness. <laughs> when they're baked, they're also like far less uh, potent. Potent. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But <laughs> So I guess one of like the like most classic ones that I have written down is like, do you put pineapple on your pizza? Some people are like, eh, whatever. But mostly that I run into is like, it's disgusting or I love it. Like there's rarely a middle ground. I absolutely love it. Uh, the, yeah, it's Hawaiian pizza is my favorite. It's so good. So, okay. When you say Hawaiian, do you mean Canadian bacon and pineapple? Yes. Okay. A little different at like at my work because we have a Hawaiian barbecue chicken pizza. So when some people say Hawaiian, that's what they mean. Uh, but mm. that pizza is barbecue sauce, grilled chicken, onions, bacon, and pineapple. And I'm telling you what, if that's not one of the best pizzas that we've ever had, it's just a good pizza, period. I tend to get mine like sauceless or um, if they have like a white sauce version. Mm. I usually get that. And then I add jalapenos. So okay. Good. Okay. I like where you're going with that. You kind of lost me with the no sauce thing though. Like, well, that's I can't so... get tomato sauce or barbecue. Well, you can't get barbecue sauce? No, it has tomato paste in it. Oh, wait. So what if you had like a not tomato based barbecue sauce? <laughs> that's very hard to find. Eh, okay. I'll work on it. I'll send you some. <laughs> yeah, dude, make one please <laughs> well i guess you could have all the vinegar based sauces but that's also like a, its own little like niche category of food too like not everybody tends to like the vinegar sauces uh it seems to be like everybody likes the ketchup based barbecue sauces across the board so 
Yeah, I like like when I make like a pork butt, like in the crock pot, I put like um like apple cider vinegar and like brown sugar and then like all the dry rub seasonings and it's amazing, but it doesn't have tomatoes. That sounds perfect. Yeah. Well, I mean, what more do you really need, honestly? Like I yeah. <laughs> I think people just like ketchup. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well that's true too. I am one of those people. I love ketchup and I'm not afraid to admit it. So when I was looking up uh, unpopular opinions, I saw that there was like this thing about putting your ketchup either in your fridge or in your pantry. And mm. some people are, are very like hard one way or the other. Do you put it in your fridge or your pantry? 100% in the fridge. And I'm pretty sure it says that on the label. I think most jarred things like once you open it should be in the fridge. 100%. Do you put your hot sauce in the fridge or in the pantry? In the fridge. Yeah. Same. I, but I know people that leave their hot sauce out. Like, Wouldn't they oh, get moldy? Oh, I, that's what I think, right? Like, huh. they leave their hot sauce out all willy-nilly-like, and I'm just like, uh, I'm not going to put that on. I'll pass. No, absolutely not. That sounds like a recipe for disaster. Or like disaster. one day you're going to shake out like a blob of mold onto your food. Yes, 100%. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. Google Assistant is not being my friend right now. Okay, Google, view my notes so I can tell you guys what I jotted down. Everybody's <laughs> phones open their notes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> got them. <laughs> okay. So I got a couple juicy ones. Do you want me to start with the juiciest first? Let's just get the, yeah. Let's just get the juiciest one out of the way, right? Okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. Here we go. Unpopular opinion. A text message breakup is perfectly okay. You you guys should see the look on Adrian's face right now. <laughs> so I don't I don't know what makes it like okay or not. I definitely don't think it's like the method you should use, but it's also the method I have used before. Mm -hmm. See, so my my thing is is what if the person is physically far away? Like, what if you have a long distance relationship mm -hmm. and like, maybe you can't see that person like, what, like, what's the hierarchy? Is it like, is text the worst and then a phone call and then in person? Like, is that the hierarchy of breakups as far as like from worst to best, like best being in person? I think also it depends on how much you like value that relationship like are you trying mm. to stay friends after have you been together a long time you know like, that's true i guess it is more nuanced than yeah if yeah. it's like somebody that you haven't been to get together with that long or you really just are over it and don't care anymore then yeah I like i guess i guess there's one more thing below texting and that would just be ghosting i've never done that that's bullshit yeah, I don't I've never done that either, but I could see myself doing it if it was like a couple dates that just went horribly and like you just wanted to be if like it's not like really a relationship. Right, right. Like I don't think I would okay. ever go somebody that I'm like seriously dating or in a relationship, right? Like that's, that's I would just, hope not. You know, that's just not gonna happen. But if it was like a couple bad dates and then like I didn't didn't want to follow through with it, I just feel like ghosted part ways just ghost yeah 
I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, as long as you're not like ghosting somebody that you've been together with for like, I don't oh, know. Oh, no, that would be totally rude. Like, they would probably <laughs> think you died or something, especially like if it was a long distance relationship. Could you imagine if you like lived across the country and you were like together with somebody for a couple years and they just ghosted you out of nowhere? You'd probably I would start like, like uh, yeah. visiting their parents or something. Straight like, up. Okay? Calling the police, being like, I would like to file a missing persons report. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So have you ever like broken up with someone through text message? Uh, Probably when I was younger. Probably when I was younger. I'm trying to think. I see the, the problem is, is I haven't done much of the breaking up. It's always on the opposite end. So, mm. I mean, I I want to say probably when I was younger, like one of one of like those just like teenage relationships that don't really mean anything. Mean anything. You're and you're just and you're just a little asshole anyway. <laughs> you know, like yeah, dude, I was such an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> so yeah, I you know, I was probably like, hey Julie, I don't want to see you anymore. Bye. <laughs> Shit's been real, but yep. uh later yep (laughs) makes sense yeah i think i think there is like a there is a considerable gap between like the phone call and the text breakup in my opinion i almost think i don't know i've never been broken up with like over the phone nor have i called anybody to break up with them but like, how do you, how do you even do that? Like, how do you end that conversation? Do you just like ring them up and be like, eh, you know what? Not feeling it anymore. And then hang up. Or do you just like stay on the phone for five minutes while like they cry or like. Uh, the latter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the latter. It big happens. cringe fest right there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I told you we're, we're dropping the juiciest one I had just off the bat. So. Yikes. Yikes. But. I still, I'm still sticking to my guns here. You know, if it's like a fruitless relationship, I think a text breakup is a, okay. you can also say your piece in one go too. You don't have oh, to yeah. like, you don't have to like stumble over these like random thoughts and not random thoughts, but like maybe like you could, you could have one cohesive message of why you're not feeling the other person. And Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to listen yeah. to them cry <laughs> i mean i guess that's a perk <laughs> <laughs> uh, i do like the thought of like being able to like sort through what you're thinking you yeah. know like maybe do like a draft or two and then send it don't just be like hey you know yeah uh, <laughs> i mean like the, the the nastiest you know way would just be Hey, I'm breaking up with you. Have a nice life. Bye. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. like most people are going to have a more, you know, personable. I feel like if you're going to send that text message, you might as well just ghost them. <laughs> like if you're going to if you're going to be just a straight asshole, just, just go ahead and just be on your way. I don't know. Damn. Yeah. I, don't know. I feel like you you really get to know somebody when when you break up you know Mm, fair fair because that is like your your last impression from some people you know like for me anyways i'm like 99 percent of the time never gonna talk to my ex again 
So see, like that, that breakup that we had is like my last impression of them. I see what you're saying. And I used to be that same exact way, but I guess I've been more open to the idea of still remaining friends. I, but again, it also does depend on how the relationship went or how the cycle of dating went. I mean that mm-hmm. those things do, you know, and, and yeah, I, that all ties back into the way you do it and the overall, I guess, vibe of, of the breakup, you know, whoever's initiating it. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of nuance to it. There's a lot of nuance to it. So, I mean, I, I guess my unpopular opinion is still a little generalized, but I, I, like I said, I'm still sticking to it. So like, if you were to put a broad answer on a yes or no, would you say that breaking up through text is okay or is not okay? Ooh, ooh. I mean, obviously there's a case by case thing here, but if you were to like fill out a questionnaire and that was an answer and yes Damn. or no, I would vote yes. I mean, I would vote. I want to say like 70% of me says yes still. That's like, what se- I think. Like more than 50. More than like 50. Me is going yes. So yeah. Yeah. I would say like 70%. You know, because there is that like 30% where it's just like, all right, you're like, you shouldn't, you're, fu- you're fucking up. <laughs> or you, you can't, or yeah. 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 Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Do you have any juicy food ones, by the way? Juicy food. Um, I think one might, might be, I don't know. Um, is it going to rustle it, some feathers? <laughs> it might for you. Oh, Okay. Let's go. <laughs> I, I think bacon is overrated. Ooh, I am there with you, actually. <gasps> really? Yeah. I oh, think yeah. it has way too much hype. Like, there's too much bacon culture. People put bacon in everything. They can't live without it. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, if you ever told somebody you don't like bacon, that's like almost a friendship ender. I agree. But here's the thing. Bacon is salty as fuck. So mm-hmm. who wants to eat, like, a mound of salt? Right. Yeah. There's a, there's a really like uh institutional institution of St. Louis. Um, it's called crown candy. Uh, if you ever, if you ever come to St. Louis again, we'll have to go. It's a good time, but they, they're really known for their BLTs and they're massive, but like it has too much, the bacon lettuce to, or the lettuce, tomato to bacon ratio is not correct. And honestly, okay. I like to take some of the bacon off of the BLT that they serve, that they're so known for. But everybody raves about it. They're like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. And I'm like, it's really not because it's too salty. I don't know. It, it's salt, but then also like bacon's so fucking expensive. And there's been so many different kinds of bacon that I've bought over the years. So I'm like, all right, I want to get one that is like my tried and true. Like, this is awesome. And I've never found it because either the bacon like doesn't really have a lot of flavor or Mm. um, it's so much fat that by the time you're done cooking it, it's like a third of the size of what it used to be. Yes, that is also the problem. So, yeah, when you buy like especially cheaper bacon, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're, you're getting all fat. And I mean, it's some people like paper thin too. And I like the thick mm, cut bacon, but same. then it doesn't, I don't know. I can't find good bacon. Where's the good bacon at? 
Well, I'll tell you what. I am on the verge of making my own bacon from a pork belly and like smoking it by myself and doing all that stuff and curing it. I'll mm-hmm. I'll find a way to send you some. <laughs> I'll fucking put it in dry ice or something or whatever they do. Like vacuum seal it. Yeah, you'll have to let me know how it is. But that to me, unless you like go to like a really expensive nice butcher, I don't mm-hmm. think you're going to find what you're looking for. I typically like just like a run of the mill like middle of the line bacon that is thick cut um you know that is like a more brand name. Yeah. But like I don't I don't necessarily need to have like an over the top bacon. I don't know. Yeah, whenever I'm like out to breakfast at a restaurant and they're like, "Oh, do you want bacon or sausage?" I always say sausage. I always say both. Really? <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I just think bacon and sausage go hand in hand really well. So, I I don't That's know. That's fair. I like I like that combo. But again, you know when it when it's all this like bacon wrapped uh meatloaf for fucking you know bacon weaved whatever the fuck like yeah just there's it, there is a possibility of having too much bacon it, it stop it <laughs> agreed stop agreed. it <laughs> there's some things that are really good and there's some things that are just like absolutely fucking nope um so, like, my parents actually sent a bunch of, like, bacon-related things to Jesse for, I think, his birthday or Christmas, something like that. Um, so, they sent, like, a bacon cookbook, um, bacon band-aids, and then bacon, like, different snacks. Mm. Um, and the cookbook is cool, and the band-aids are cute. Um, there was this popcorn, though, that, like, as soon as you open it, smells like like the skillet that bacon was cooked in. You know, okay. it has like that really smoky, fatty kind of smell. And like, I couldn't even get past that to try it. Oh, and no. then one thing that was really amazing, though, that I did not think would ever go together was bacon and chocolate. Ooh, yeah. It yeah. was like minced up super fine and like mixed throughout. So it was like salty and sweet and it was just perfect. Yeah, there's, you know, you you definitely have to have that balance and i and i feel like the the sweetness like anytime going back to the pizza uh pineapple on pizza thing it has mm-hmm. to be balanced with something sweet right like that mm-hmm. that is my favorite that is my favorite and obviously why that is a common it's just a common pairing but yeah yeah you you need I, that i really like the the sweet and the salty or like uh sweet and spicy mm yeah same same or like um if it's a if it's a really good like thick bacon BLT, I personally like a little bit of extra mayo to get like that fatness in with like the thick cut, not so fat bacon, but like to kind of uh I guess meld with the tomato and the lettuce and then the the fat from the mayo. That's what I like. Do you ever put um avocado on your BLT? No, I have not. But I'm not a big avocado person, so that might be oh, an okay. unpopular opinion too. I know a ton of people love avocado. I'm a huge fan and uh when I have like a BLT, um I really like that extra layer of, you know, it's just like a fat. Avocado is just fat. So do you put mayo on it? Mhm. Yeah. Okay, okay. You have me intrigued. I'm going to have to try it. I also <laughs> never think about buying avocados, so I, I don't know. 
Dude, they're so hit and miss because like sometimes you'll buy it and it's rock hard and then a day later it's fucking rotten. Like mm. avocados are so fickle. That's weird because uh, I do like a good guacamole though. I, so maybe oh, I dude, will yes. maybe I will keep her keep some around just to uh, make a good guac. <laughs> do you like your guac uh, smooth or chunky? Um, I don't really have a preference. I guess gun to my head, probably chunky. For Probably. me, chunky is the way to go. Like, I really like big chunks of like onion or avocado or garlic in there or peppers. Oh my mm. god, that does. Yeah, no, that sounds really good. We're you're gonna have to give me your your guac recipe or something. <laughs> For sure, I usually wing it, but I could try. Okay, okay. No, actually, speaking of things that are chunky, though, this is definitely an unpopular opinion that I have been gravitating towards. And that is crunchy peanut butter is better than smooth. And hear me out. Hear me out. It's got to be all natural peanut butter, like the real deal, all natural stuff that's actually got bits of fucking peanuts in it. That shit is really good. I love crunchy peanut butter. I've always loved crunchy peanut butter. I don't really enjoy smooth peanut butter. I think it's really kind of um, like a a gummy kind of feeling when you eat like a pb and j with smooth peanut butter okay you just have like the peanut butter and the jelly and then there's like no texture Mm. in there oh oh my god when people do not toast their fucking pb and (laughs) j's it drives me nuts i'm like you are literally eating like a glue sandwich that that was that was exactly me until i discovered natural peanut butter like i liked smooth from a child Mm -hmm. uh untoasted bread you know, Mm-mm. grape jelly. It could be generic as can be grape jelly. And Squeezable that's Welch's. Yep. Sign me up. Sign me up. But now I'm a fucking connoisseur. I'm like, give me the crunchy natural shit. It's so Dude, good. Yeah. It's so good. Um, To the point where like, I want to make my own now, but it probably is like a very arduous process. To make, oh, probably you gotta to like roast it and churn it and, and food processor it. And... Yeah, add some oils and who knows. If anybody knows though, holler at me. Get at me. Let me know how hard it is or easy it is to make all natural it, peanut at butter. At least for like small batches. We're not trying to make a gallon of peanut butter. Here. Yeah, yeah. Like the the stuff that I buy is literally from a local Missouri farm, and mm-hmm. it's you know, uh, like the width of like a little bit more than like a soda can and like like half the height of a soda can. So like it's not very much at all. It's like small I batch. I really like those ones. Yeah. Very very good. Because I've tried the um like the big brands like Jif and shit. They're all natural and it's not the same. It's still super processed and it's like it's such a scam. You know, like you guys aren't doing really anything different you know, in your whole mm-hmm. process to make this all natural. It's just, you're slapping a label on it and maybe like taking out an ingredient and calling it all natural. Oh yeah. Well, I think according to like the FDA, all natural doesn't actually mean anything. Right. Like if, if you are certified organic, you know, there's like steps that you have to to do and like, um, right. What do you call them? Like requirements you have to fulfill. Yeah. But all natural like you could put that on anything yeah yeah exactly (laughs) it's it's kind of a it's kind of like the low fat thing right like just because it's low fat doesn't mean it's necessarily better for you you know 
So Yeah. Well, when they originally came out with low-fat products, nobody was eating it, so they had to put sugar back into it, but they still call it low-fat. Makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's yeah. why you should just eat the full-fat shit. <laughs> right? Speaking of flavors, how do you feel about chocolate ice cream? Oh, I absolutely love it. I think it's disgusting. What? Yeah. What? I hate chocolate ice cream. I'll never order it. Oh, it's so good. Rocky Road. Oh, you get the nuts and the marshmallows in there. Forget about it. It's so good. Or like I'm a chill big. Put another shit in my ice cream, but chocolate ice cream by itself is gross. Wait, so you're telling me that you would do vanilla ice cream with some chocolate drizzle? Yeah. What the fuck? What are you saying right now? <laughs> so for me, like, I don't, I don't know. You ever eat something that is like banana flavored, but doesn't actually have bananas in it. So you have like that artificial taste. Yes. And That's I do actually what, like yeah. most chocolate ice cream tastes like to me because I love chocolate. So when I eat chocolate ice cream and it has that like diet soda fake kind of flavor, I'm just like this is fucking trash. I hate this. See, I think that I'm such a chocolate lover that I don't discriminate. You'll accept the artificial. I, yeah. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> How can oh, you call man. yourself a chocolate lover right now? <laughs> because I appreciate real chocolate. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it was always so controversial growing up because my sister, chocolate ice cream is like their favorite, like every single time they would order it. And for me, I was like, that's trash. Why would you eat that? Mm. But I also eat like pistachio. So that's like not a popular flavor either. Definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah, that's that seems like a flavor for people that are maybe in a mental institution. I don't know. I don't know. I always got like <laughs> grandma. People thought I was just like really old ordering pistachio ice cream <laughs> or like lemon sherbet. They're like, all right. We'll, we'll give that to you when you have your walk. Yeah, yeah. You go up to the to the window and the lady's like, oh, well, tell your grandma I said hello. And you're like, uh, no, nope. this is for me. Thank you. Practicing early. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get my AARP card out for a discount. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. All right. Unpopular opinion. Taking a shower at night is better than in the morning. I don't know about better, but it's the only way that I do shower. Hmm. I, I know a ton of people that are strictly morning showers because they want to like get revved up for the morning and it gets them amped or whatever. Mm -hmm. It actually does the opposite for me. I want to, as soon as like I'm done with the shower, because you know, it's like it's hot and relaxing and everything. I just want to go back to bed. So yeah, dude, you know. I feel like when I'm clean, I'm like, all right, we're done with the day. Let's just wind down, you mm. know? Yeah. Um, so I just, I take a shower and I go to bed. Yeah. Well, I think also having like a hobby such as like, if you do like any, like, well, yeah, like you, you garden. So like you get dirty mm -hmm. and stuff or like, I'll go work on my car. Could you ever like imagine like coming back inside and like eating dinner and just going to bed after gardening? No, like you, you're going to take a shower. Like that's a good way to like get clean and get wound down for bedtime, you know? So one of my uncle showers twice a day, every single day. Really? No matter mm -hmm. what? No matter what? Like he could be watching TV all day and still shower twice. Mm -hmm. Cause he likes to be clean when he wakes up and clean before he goes to bed. What a madman. 
He's he's a very clean person. I, I'm sure he is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever been near him and like smelt something funky. Huh? Does he do like any physical activity? Oh yeah, I remember when I was a kid, we'd be like out back, like building decks and like all kinds of stuff. He's a, he's a really active dude. Okay, okay. Then I can see maybe you know his justification for that. I mean, but here's my thing: like, if I were a laborer building decks all day, mm-hmm. would I want to take a shower in the morning before I know I'm gonna go out and get sweaty as fuck? No. Right. I mean. I wouldn't because I'm okay with like a little bit of morning like crust on my face, you know, like scrape the barnacles off my eyes or whatever. <laughs> and right. then I'm good to go. Right. Um, But some people aren't. They're like, I don't know. I've definitely seen some people when they don't shower and they just have like bedhead all day. Maybe like people just don't want that. Mm, yeah. I was going to say the only time you will catch me showering in the morning 100% is like before something very important, wedding, funeral, etc., you know, where mm-hmm. I, you know, I have to have a nice, you know, head of hair and, and stuff like that. So, or if I'm hungover, when I wake Ooh. up and I'm hungover, I'll shower because usually I'm like sweating in my sleep. Right, right. Yeah, that's a good time to shower. Hangover showers are good. <laughs> hangover, hangover uh, baths are terrible though. Ooh, I've never done that actually. I'm not a very big bath taker though. Recently, oh dude, I, have I prefer. Been, you prefer? I pre- yes, absolutely. If I could take a bath, like because I shower every other day, um, okay. especially now when I'm not like crazy active. Yep, yep. Um, I'll take a bath every other day. But there was one morning where like I was really hungover and I was like, I don't feel like standing in the shower and like you know taking care of myself. So I'll just <laughs> lay in the tub and do it. Yeah. Um. And I like since I was so warm all over, I just felt like I was like sweating even more. And then mm. I was like almost like having like a panic attack in my bathtub. And I was just like, what's wrong with me? Hmm. I could like, see what? I could see that happening. Yeah, it was weird because like when you're hungover, like you're you're just really soft, you know? Yes. Yes. Like your brain's just a little bit softer. You're just like, oh, my God, everything's loud and I'm hungry and I'm tired. You're just like a little <laughs> child that needs a nap. Yeah, that's 100% true. That's 100% true. Um, what do you have to say to the haters, though, out there? They're going to be like, you like bathing in your own filth? What do you have to I say don't, to them? Okay, so I don't take a bath, like, after I'm, like, rolling in mud or something, right. you know? Right, Like, I don't think I've ever taken a bath and just been, like, in my filth, so to speak. Right. My My thing is, like... So I've probably taken more baths in the last six months than I have in the last six years. More than that. More than that. Like 16 years. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't find myself getting in there being super filthy. But afterwards, I do rinse with the shower head. Like as like a kind of a final like. uh, Cleaning. Cleansing. Cleansing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that final. Gotta go through the rinse Rinse. cycle. Yeah, it's a final rinse, you know, of what may be lingering. So take that, haters. (laughs) I think people who usually say that about baths, like, haven't had a good bath. Yeah, yeah. You need to, like, get some nice music going on with, like, a beer, you know, maybe a candle. yeah. You know, whatever. Like, get comfy. (laughs) 
smoke yeah, a whoever joint. Says you can't bring beverages to the bathtub is, is wrong. Is it's wrong. absolutely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> to bring a fucking piece of buttered toast for all you. Right, want. I don't right, care. I'm not judging. Right, right. Some little finger foods. <laughs> yeah, dude. A little like uh, charcuterie on the side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> little little shrimp cocktail. Hell yeah, dude! Live your best life in that tub. Hell yeah. We at the Egg Sausage Podcast are obviously pro baths, so get on yes. with your bad selves. <laughs> um, is it me up or you up? Go ahead. It doesn't. We're not keeping score here. Okay. Um. <laughs> One thing that might be unpopular, it probably won't be for us because we don't have kids, mm. but I don't think that babies should be allowed in movie theaters. Is that really an unpopular opinion? It is for, like, I've been to so many movies where people bring, like, their little kids, like, kids who are either, like, nearly fresh out of the womb or still too small to like sit down and like even enjoy a two-hour movie um and there is no rule like at theaters because it's you know like i don't know discrimination of some kind or ageism or i don't know yeah whatever whatever it is it's deterring somebody from something so we're all sensitive to it but I don't think that little kids under like a certain age should be allowed in movies. Like even if it's a kid's movie. I'm honestly trying to think the last time I've been interrupted by a a child that age in a movie. So I guess you would probably more than likely see these kids in like a PG or a G movie, right? Like, are you seeing babies in like PG 13 in our movies? I don't think I've seen them in like our movies because okay. usually they have to like ID at the door. Okay. I'm just um, just making sure because I like PG thirteen movies or PG or whatever. Yeah. Um I mean, I think it's because, you know, like they'll have kids who like are an appropriate age to go to the movies, but maybe also have like a younger sibling. So right. they just bring like the whole minivan and scoop them all in. Yeah, because they have a no choice, you know, like essentially right yeah but i just think that it would be better like as a collective if we just didn't do that (laughs) yeah just cut that out you have less to worry about when you're at the theater you don't have to worry about if you have to like feed or change in the middle and then do you have to like i don't bring all your kids to the bathroom or just (laughs) like sit there and have your your kids scream or like i just think it would be better i just think it would be better I'm I'm still sticking to my guns and saying that that's a popular opinion and that's more of a PSA to anybody thinking about that. <laughs> that means you agree with that opinion. <laughs> oh yeah. god. Just, you know, keep keep them out. Keep them out of there. I don't know. I find myself not ever going to many PG-13 or below movies, so again, like mm-hmm. I haven't experienced what you're Lately, I haven't experienced it. I've experienced it before. It's very annoying. Um, mm-hmm. But <laughs> see, I love Disney movies and Pixar sure. and DreamWorks and like all those like animated movies. And I'm chill with like a bunch of kids being in there. But if there's something in there that's you know like maybe less than one, less than two, depending on like I don't know whatever, and they're just like having a real bad time in there. Yeah, because it's you know like surround sound, and they're just coming into this world. Yeah, it's uncontrollable on their end. Whereas oh, you know, if it's a toddler or or some you know a kid that's a little bit older than that, 
mm-hmm. you can sort of corral them and and give them snacks. Give them you know? yeah, do whatever you need to do to calm them down. Whereas an infant, you know, is crying because that's what infants fucking do. <laughs> like, yeah, you know? they don't know how to tell you they need things. They just scream. Right. <laughs> I'm totally chill with like going to the movies with little kids. I took uh, my sister when she was really young to uh, Monsters Inc. That was their first movie, like in the theater. Sat mm. the whole time. She was four years old, something like that, but like old enough to like appreciate that a movie is happening. And also, yeah. we got little kid snack packs, so you just shovel popcorn in for like an hour and a half, and you're fine. Yeah, that's <laughs> sounds like you were well prepared for oh, that. Yeah, dude. If you just put a kid in front of like any kind of visual stimulus with snacks, they literally don't need anything. Noted. (laughs) Maybe they'll fall asleep. Maybe they have to pee. That's really the only other two options. (laughs) That's awesome. All right. I feel like that one was like lingering on your mind for a while. That was that was on your chest for a while. A little bit. A little bit. Oh, dude. I mean. I know so many people with kids, especially young kids, and I bet some of them would bring them to the movies. Some of them have enough sense to be like, you know what? Maybe a little bit of me time is deserved, but other ones, Mm. you know, who knows? Fair enough. (laughs) All right. Unpopular opinion. Listening to a physical, uh, listening to physical media is better than listening to it on a streaming service example uh like a cd a cassette an eight track Mm, it's just like a music purist uh kind of i i just think have the 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 whole experience of going to a store because see i also grew up in a little different era than you because like you're more on the digital side like you probably still had cds when you were little but maybe yeah i I had hundreds of cds but i only had like maybe one or two like cassettes before they were phased out okay okay so you're you're still i mean you're right there then but Mm -hmm. anybody that's younger than us you know they they only know digital for the most part but the whole like process of going to the store and buying an album and even if you like have no idea if the album is shit or not because how many times did you go and get a cd for like one or two songs and the rest of the album was shit is that fucking happened to me oh yes yeah. oh yes yeah that that happened to me a lot um it was but it was honestly like a gift when like ipods came out and like the mid 2010s was it like 2008 i think i had one yeah and somewhere I, yeah and then i didn't have to have a couple hundred CDs. I just had this little pocket-sized thing that had all of my music on it. Right, right. But granted, that was like don't get me wrong, I loved when the iPod came out or just MP3 players in general. Like I thought it was really really cool. I super mm-hmm. wanted one. Um I never got one actually, which is a funny I got story. Stolen. Oof, yeah. They're I mean, little things like that. With all that Marilyn Manson music. Easily. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But like easy to steal, easy to lose. Um, Whereas a CD, you know, a little bit harder to to have that happen. Um, But it's, but again, it's also the experience of like getting it and like putting it in your CD player, whether it be in your car. For me, it was in the car because like I really connected to music the most while driving just 
just how it was. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember um, in, like, early high school, like, we would just drive for fun. Like, that's what we yeah. would do to hang out. We would yeah. just drive around. That's, like, the best high school pastime. Yeah. You're like, I have a car. Let's use it. We yeah. don't know what we're using it for, but let's drive. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And so having that whole experience is so much different than getting into my car, automatically connecting to Bluetooth, and then I just hit play on my Spotify. Like that, that is way different when like a brand new album from one of my favorite bands drops. Cause like I lose the connection to that album because I get distracted okay. by like, I get distracted by either other bands that are in the same genre or I get distracted by other parts of their discography that I'm like, Oh, this was really cool. And then I go like through that. Like I love it for, I love it for the nostalgia because mm -hmm. like I can get any fucking album of my, you know, teenage years at the, you know, at my fingertips. But like when new stuff comes out, it's, it completely loses me to have it digitally. Did you ever have a CD? This happened to me like once or twice ever, but I would buy a CD and it said it had 14 tracks on it. But if you listen for like another five minutes past track 14, there's like a bonus song and like a yep. little Easter egg in there. Dude, yep. That was my fucking favorite. Corn Freak on a Leash had that. Yep. Really? That album had it. Yep. I specifically remember that album having a secret track with, uh, with Fred Durst, actually. So... I can't remember what band it was or like what the song was even called, but it was about a duck named Blue and he mm. liked to eat dirty biscuits. If anyone has any idea what I'm talking about, please tell me what the fuck that song is called. We'll send you a free sticker or something. <laughs> yeah, dude. I can't. Oh, I'm going to have to Google it. Just like Blue Duck Dirty Biscuit song. Like that should probably pull it up. Well, you can't Google it until this episode comes out. Because you'll have to let people guess. Because I really want to know if somebody knows that. It's like such a oh, random dude. piece of... It, it was a little Easter egg song. And we found it like on accident because we were looking for like another CD to put in. And then that song started playing and we're like, oh, what is this? Well, first of all, how, how old were you and what genre was it? Do you even oh, remember it, that? It was probably in like the, I don't know, like alt rock punky kind of genre. I listen okay. to like a lot of like, I don't know, like Love Hate Hero and um Fallout Boy and like that kind of shit at that time. Right. So I don't know. I can't remember what it was. It was so good though. It was so good. And it got stuck in your head. It was like a little like one minute like jingle type thing. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> those are the like those little Easter eggs are the best. And you always so think you're, that you always think you're so cool when you find it too. You're like, I fucking found this. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. And then like if your other friends don't know about it and yep. then you get to like introduce them to it, they're like, dude, check out track 15. They're like, there isn't a track 15. Like, yes, there is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Loves. I love little stuff like that. And like also CD, uh, like the uh, the little art book, you know, like the little inlet book, whatever you call it, the CD sleeve. Book. oh yeah the yeah. little like pamphlet brochure those things were all shit. those things were all, like full like full of cool stuff depending on what bands you listen to i mean some were very generic but you know like i, there I don't was, know like a lot of cool art and pictures and yeah yeah sometimes the, lyrics 
Like uh, when I was really big into uh, Insane Clown Posse, yes, I was big in ICP back in the day. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. You get a very, very embarrassing time of my life. But also I was very edgy. So, you know, sipping Fago. I was sipping Fago and fucking riding skateboards and rollerblades and shit and thought I was really cool wearing Jinko jeans, you know. Nice. <laughs> um, but they had a they had a CD called the great Malenko, but it had three different color versions. So like three different, uh, you know, like their little logo came in three different colors. So you had to buy all three albums, but when you put the album artwork together, like all three different colors, it had a message spelled out. And like, that nice. was like a cool little like Easter egg thing to figure out what the clue was for the next album that was going to drop. They're they're master marketers. That is the one thing I will never take away from ICP is they the way that they have marketed themselves and their mm-hmm. cult and they they've they've um, made their cult following uh, so strong. Like it's it's insane. It's insane. So it really is like almost like cultish because it is. people are like ride or die for it. Ride or motherfucking die. Yeah, I I died after you know the the like the last like main album came out and I was like, okay, well I'm, I'm grown now. So bye. I can't be this reckless anymore. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I think people really like it though. as almost like an alter ego that gets to be reckless. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You put on that face paint and you go to one of their shows and you get to be this whatever, you know, I don't know. There's probably fucking people that go to like kiss concerts that do the same thing i don't fucking know <laughs> oh i'm sure oh i'm sure that's cool though that's cool i didn't know that about you yep <laughs> little tidbit about me <laughs> super embarrassing but you know hey it happens it happens <laughs> um okay i got a couple more one okay. of them is like travel related so Ooh. i know you and i have both traveled a lot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um Sometimes just for like shenanigans, sometimes for like a vacation. Mm-hmm. I do not enjoy going on vacation to somewhere that is like really hot and really sunny. I don't Ooh. think that that's a very popular opinion because Definitely. a lot of people are like, oh, I want to get away from like the gray skies and the cold weather. And I want to go somewhere that fucking boils me on the sidewalk. I see. I, I don't want to. I see the angle that you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I can only take so much of it. Like I do want to kind of like be, like, in a little like, you know, my little like nerd area for an extended period of time while, you know, being on vacation and not just like spending a couple weeks like at a beach. You know, it would get really old. I think after. I don't know, probably four or five days of being at like a like a hot, sunny, like beach area. See, I feel like after maybe two days, I'm I'm kind of spent. Yeah. Unless like the area is like super culture rich and the weather is just like a byproduct of that area um, or like secondary to what I'm enjoying. Yeah. But some people do take destination location or destination vacations just for the weather. Like whatever's there is secondary. Yeah, that's I I definitely think you're right. And I I I'm thinking back to the last time that I went to Florida. I did sort of have that same feeling. We were there for four nights, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, we were there for four nights. And by the last night, I was just kind of like, all right, I'm over it. Like 
you know, I'm ready to go home now. Um, but we did end up going to, oh crap. I forgot which city it was. Um, but we went to a Salvador Dali, uh, museum, which was really cool. Like I did not expect to go on vacation to Florida and go to a Salvador Dali museum, but, uh, that was really cool and like unexpected. So it made the trip a little more cultured, like you're saying, versus Mm -hmm. just like getting wasted on the beach every day and eating very mediocre food, which a lot of those beach towns, quite frankly, have. It's not that good. Yeah. Like when people go, like, for example, a really popular one is to go to like a resort somewhere, but they never fucking leave the resort because either A, they can't or B, they don't want to. Shoot Um, me. (laughs) That to me is the worst vacation cooping me up in one spot and just like, I don't know, sunbathing and drinking. That sounds horrible. Well, like you're saying one to two days, I'm good. Great. Awesome. But after that, like, let's go like I'm spending seven days in what the fuck is it? Cancun or whatever on a resort and never leaving. Right. Well, not to mention like when you're, in Mexico, if you leave the resort, your life is in danger, basically. Yeah, which is why I don't want to ever go there because I don't want to go to resort. Yeah, you know, it's and like your hell area is not really an option. <laughs> right, right. It's Ad- Adrian left the resort to go get some culture. Oh, and she's dead, by the way. <laughs> or just I don't know. Like it's it's not ideal. I'd rather go somewhere like I don't know in northern Alaska or Canada. And go snowshoeing and yes. you know, go pick berries off a bush or something. Just some <laughs> hot toddies, you know, like live Hell the cold yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, I'm listen, I think I've done my fair share of like warm weather stuff. I am ready for that. Uh my friend Abby actually took an Alaskan cruise and she said it was the most amazing thing. She's she's traveled a pretty decent amount and she said it was the most amazing thing she's ever done. I'm like, fuck yeah, I need to do that. That's next on the list for sure. I also think a cruise would be horrible. Uh, But if you're seeing like some amazing fucking shit up north, probably not that bad. If there's like a stop like every day, then I could I could deal with it. But if you're just like on a boat for like five days and you just kind of see things from the boat, you know, they're like, oh, my God. And now we're passing the coastline of this place that you'll never set foot on. I'm like, oh, sick, you know? Well, I always thought that cruises like are set up the way that you do stop every day. I guess there are cruises where you don't get off the boat for five days. So, yeah, I guess that would be pretty miserable. (laughs) I would not want to be on a fucking boat for five days straight. God, seeing the same fucking people, like listening to the same dinner music, ordering from the same menu. Yeah, that like I know that there's real bougie ones out there that maybe forget about that stuff. But I would I would just feel like trapped. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I no. Yeah, it even if it was like um, like a tropical one. Um, I think I'm just like, I think I'm yearning for the cold stuff so much that like I couldn't even do a tropical cruise right now. I'd have to. I'd have to go up to like Alaska or something or like, dude, like the Pacific Northwest or whatever, you know, or a combination of the two. However, it may be. Yeah, I think my adult vacations are getting to be a little bit more adventurous versus uh, taking a vacation to do nothing. Yeah, they're not as leisurely. 
Yeah, like, like you, I want to go somewhere and go hiking. You want to get you, know, you want to get more cultured as well. I want an experience. I don't yeah. want like a couple hangovers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I'll take both. You know, yeah, you could combine them <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. You for combine sure. them for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go look up uh, Alaskan cruises later tonight. <laughs> All right, so this is, uh, this is a really simple one. This is a really okay. simple one. Dark mode, like uh, dark mode in a browser, dark mode mm-hmm. in Reddit view, dark mode in Discord, whatever it may be, is better than light mode. And I feel like a ton of people are really partial to light mode. Dude, there's some platforms that need to get on the game of at least offering it. Offering it, yes. Because you're burning my goddamn retinas. Dude, when I switch <laughs> over from like um like dark Twitter or dark Discord and I look at YouTube and my fucking pupils sink back <laughs> into my brain. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Yep. It's the worst. <laughs> yeah. It's just like I have, I think every platform that has it available, I have it on dark mode. Yeah, same. I think the only one that I don't, now that you mention it, is Twitter. Um, After this podcast, I'm 100% going to Twitter and putting it on dark mode now. Because I think that I didn't realize that it was an option on Twitter. So I've just like came to accept it. I'm going to check right now. Yep. Dark mode. Perfect. All right. Totally turning that on. But yeah, all you light mode lovers... I don't know. Live live your life. Uh, Do you, you know. hate your eyes? Yeah, yeah. Please, please expand your horizons and uh, use dark mode and tell developers to implement it as well. <laughs> Honestly, dude, like, why can't I just use every platform in dark mode? There's yeah. probably some that have it and like maybe it's not as obvious, you know? And that's what I think tw- how Twitter is and I, how I've never turned it on on Twitter. But what was the one that I recently turned on? I think it was Reddit that I recently discovered dark mode on or something like that. If Reddit didn't have dark mode, that would just be horrible. I don't horrible. know. I don't know how I went so long without using it. <laughs> like I've been on I've been like searching Reddit multiple times a day for at least a couple years now. And when I discovered dark mode, it was like the first coming you know it was just like oh like the heavens parted champagne fell from the skies <laughs> right oh man when so dark mode started to be offered i was like this is what i've been missing in life yeah i remember when um i don't know if you were like ever part of like any internet forums back in the day like you know i would say they started getting popular around like mid early 2000s um well, even before that, but they really blew up around then. But mm-hmm. um, vBulletin, the software that uh, a lot of these forums used, started offering dark mode. And that was my first taste of, you know, having this light bullshit for so long and then getting this option to, like, ease my eyes. But I also think it has something to do with me being a night owl as well. Oh, yes. Dude, I stayed up until 6 a.m. last night. Damn, partier. Dude, I I wasn't even partying. I was just like on my computer dicking around, doing some doodles. And then Jesse gets up for work. He's like, have you gone to sleep? And I was like, oh, fuck. What time is it? He's like, it's 6 (laughs) a.m. Damn. Yeah, I've been there before, but I have not been there in a long time. (laughs) That'd be like me in my late teens 
my dad would wake up to go to work. He waved to me and I'd be like jamming out on like some visual basic program that I didn't want to like put down, you know, I'm like in a, Dude. you know, Oh man. I hated when like your, your guardian and or parent or whoever it was would just be like, like a passive shit about it. Oh know? yeah. Like just the I look of, that. the look of just being ashamed of you. <laughs> yeah. Or like you go to sleep at 6am and then you get up around noon and they're like, Oh, look who's awake. Who <laughs> 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 finally curled out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> God, I've so been there. I've so been there. I'm sure there's a ton of other people just nodding their head yes right now. Um, I hated it because I would always like delay going to the kitchen or whatever to like get food or coffee because I knew that I would get shit for it. Yep. I knew. They're like, oh, it's 2 p.m. and you're having coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I know how that goes. Know how that goes. <laughs> so glad i don't have to deal with it anymore Stay right till 6 a.m if i wanna yeah i'm a i'm an adult i'll do adult I'm a, things I'm an adult <laughs> <laughs> so do you okay. want to you want to sneak in one more before we sure. wrap it up okay i think this is one that disagrees with your opinion i think okay. it's also food related i have a okay. lot of food opinions um i think pickle juice is disgusting hmm I know a lot of people will either drink just pickle juice or will have like pickle backs, you know, like a shot of Jameson and a shot of pickle juice. I'd no, I can't. I can't. I, but it's weird though. Cause I really like pickles, but I think huh. just drinking that straight like brine vinegar, whatever is nasty, it's nasty and pickle backs together. <gasps> I did it once and I almost like <laughs> lost it in the bar. <laughs> I think that is teetering on a 50-50. I think people are pretty split on the whole pickle juice thing. Um, but, I mean, that could just come down to personal experience. I feel like there are people that, you know, I, I've, I've probably mentioned this before. I know I've mentioned it to you, I'm pretty sure. But there's a bar in Denver that does, like, they specialize in, like, pickle-infused vodkas and, like, rums and shit. Oh my god, these fuck the spicy pickle juice vodka. Oh my fucking god, it's so good. It's so good. It sounds weird. It sounds weird. You sounds listen. disgusting. Oh my god, it's so tasty. But you know, I feel like for every five people that like it, there are five people that hate it. I don't know. I feel like you're you're teetering on that one as far as like an unpopular opinion. I don't think I don't think you think or I don't think that their pickle juice is as popular as you're saying it is. There's some people that I know that will do things like picklebacks, but will never eat a fucking pickle. That's also but, interesting. Huh? Yeah. What's some going on with that? Like, I don't know. Some people like one or the other. Like for me, I love pickles, but they have to be crunchy. They have to be crunchy. I'm not pulling a pickle out of there and that biting into something kind of soggy. That's fucking gross. Makes sense. Or bread and butter pickles. Ugh. Disgusting. Ew. Why would you ever, ever, ever ruin a delicious pickle? with with sweetness dude there was once i went no. to like some like grad party and i was like oh my god the little baby dill pickles and i bit one and it tasted like brown sugar and vinegar and disgusting i don't know it was disgusting nasty. oh no i was like whoever's whoever's graduating right now i can't trust you <laughs> 
I can't trust you. You served bread and butter pickles at your party. I'm sorry. We no. Yeah, I would have flipped that over and left. Just like flip the little yeah. bowl over. Yeah, just see you later. No, dude, some like spicy garlic dill pickles. Ooh. See, that's what I'm. I'm. I'm on the. I'm on the. Uh, the train of of not liking the pickleback as far as like a shot goes. I love pickle okay. juice and I love pickles. But the, mm-hmm. just the the idea of like taking a shot of of delicious Jameson and chasing that with pickle juice does not seem like a good time. However, mm-hmm. when you infuse it, you know, with like a clear liquor like vodka and then you like put a little bit of spiciness in there. I'm telling you, just you have to try it one time. You have to try it one time. One time, and then yeah. I might throw up, but one time I will. Yeah, you should. You should. Because coming from somebody that also loves pickles, I thought I would not like it. I thought I would not like the uh, the infused vodka, but like I crave it now. I Every time I go to Denver, I'm like, we're, fu- we're fucking going to, I can't remember the place now, of course. Just start salivating. Yeah, I'm like, we have to go here at some point in the night and get pickle shots. And I don't care if anyone complains they they don't like pickles. We're going. <laughs> <laughs> Tough fucking titties. We're going. Oh man. So. Well, I'm glad we snuck that one in. Yes, that was a good one. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to our shenanigans. We do put out episodes every single Wednesday. We're on what episode 31 and 31. haven't missed one yet. I haven't missed one it. yet. Killing it. Killing it. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, anywhere you can find a podcast, honestly. You can also find us on Patreon if you would like to support this podcast. Thank you to Crystal for supporting us since day one with the tier three, by the way. Really appreciate that. Damn right. Thank you, Crystal. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.